across everyone welcome to the charbak podcast this is your host kushal mehra all right today's podcast uh, is something that uh, i'm really happy to do so just to give you guys a background of how i decided to do this podcast so um vinamre who who is the host of the dost cast uh, recently uh, was uh, you know uh, hosting my guest today that is agu stanley and uh, i heard agu on his podcast and i absolutely loved the conversation so i messaged vinamre and i told him oh bhai mujhe number de yo jara agu ka mujhe usse baat karni hai and then i reached out <laughs> and here we are so agu welcome yeah. to the charbak podcast thank you thank you thank you <laughs> good evening man i have to say you've uh, kind of become a sensation in india everybody wants to talk to you and like i'm kind of sala the last guy who came and spoke with you i feel left out now nahi 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 aisa nahi yaar aisa nahi not nothing like that <laughs> all right so let's start like this this is your mm-hmm. first time on the podcast uh, hopefully you will come again and again because i do want to talk to you again and again now sure, sure. um tell everybody a little bit about yourself your journey what were you doing in nigeria how did you end up in lucknow india so so that everybody gets a little bit accustomed to you so as everybody knows my name is uh, my, my name is actually stanley my surname is abu oh. yeah my oh, name is stanley actually <laughs> so everybody so i'll call you stanley i'll call you stanley okay i call you kadi you can call me ago so i don't have any issues so uh, my name is uh, stanley uh, so name is ago ago stanley i'm basically from the south uh, uh, eastern part of nigeria but, but i was born and brought up in the southwestern part uh, so basically i'm 22 years old by sal or uh, uh, i came to india for studies particularly in ep uh, be pharma abi i just uh, completed my course my course just got completed few uh, few weeks ago or uh, yeah basically last my journey i came to lucknow to study pharmacy or got i got here and i did a lot of other things like i traveled i played basketball and now also hindi bc clear <laughs> which is making everybody to actually uh, want to talk to me as you said <laughs> hmm so i'll i'll give you a brief background of uh, my uh, my interactions with nigerians i i could not tell you the whole thing when we were chatting on whatsapp so i'm okay, a textile okay. entrepreneur originally so i i was basically a guy who used to manufacture fabrics paisa so paisa there is a particular oh ha yaar paisa to sabko kamana na chahiye na bhai ha bilkul tum bhi akel tum akele kamaoge to kya hoga main bhi kamaunga na paisa so I used to manufacture for a customer who who only used to sell fabrics in the uh, the entire uh, African region but all his customers were Nigerian so there is okay. a very specific fabric that Nigerian women and Nigerian men wear I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, you you know what I'm talking about the the laced garment yeah 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 laced 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 yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I know so it. all yeah. of that used to be uh, um died so i had a dying house so 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 my life was this for like a good 7 years i had my customer so he was my biggest customer and mm. we had given him like a space in our own factory where he would do all the cutting packing everything so what used yeah. to happen was because he had a space in our factory his customers who were all nigerian women used to come uh-huh. to the factory yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it yeah. was such a sight to talk to them and i used to you know sit with them all the time try to understand the culture so so i'd ask them about the weather about the habits yeah. and and i realized yeah. uh, 
that even when it comes to weather, Nigeria and, and, and India, especially Mumbai, have very similar weather, pa- weather patterns, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, and, and interestingly, that not even a single man used to come. All yeah, yeah, yeah. the customers. Like we talk now, it was like uh, that lace business, I always, it's always uh, the women's business. The selling of the clothes, the laces are majorly done by the women. Yeah, and those were like, uh, for, you know, assertive women who knew what they wanted and they were hard bargainers. I, I clearly remember them bargaining <laughs> with my customer because they were not directly <laughs> dealing with me, right? I was just uh, a guy who was doing a process in the whole uh, whole thing. And it was yeah. fascinating to see uh, the, them talking about it. And, and, and I clearly remember there were times, you know, that the business would go down for my customers because uh, in Nigeria, the government would change and the new government would come and all imports stop suddenly until and unless yeah. uh, as they say in india setting nahi setting karni hai so ah. jab nahi setting nahi hoti thi <laughs> uh, you know the, the, my customer would just stock fabric for them and then yeah. then suddenly the ports would open again and suddenly all the dispatch starts again it was yeah yeah. yeah 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 that's right like now we just got uh, our new president's one in uh, on the 29th of may so like now he removed it for first for, uh, fuel sub- subsidy and like the price has spiked also. Like Naya setting can near. Yeah, they're making a new setting. So har jagah Everywhere happens like this. So so tell me, how was it growing up uh, in Nigeria? So so what part of Nigeria are you from? So I'm basically from the southeastern part. I'm from Imo State. Like uh, mirag gaon parta Like my home, my hometown is Imo State. But I was born and brought up in the southwestern part, Lagos, like the uh, financial city. I, I'm sure you might have heard of Lagos. So I was born and brought up in Lagos, the southwestern part. So my childhood was uh, pretty normal, average middleman, uh, child of a middleman, a hustling middleman. So like uh, normal, normal. Just say how every children grow, go to school, how do the chores. Nothing so special about my childhood. <laughs> अच्छा मेरे को एक बात बता जैसे हमारे यहां पे तो बच्चों की धुलाई होती है मां-बाप से तो तुम लोगों की भी धुलाई होती है डू योर पेरेंट्स धुलाई के मतलब आहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाहाह
it's this is all fun and jokes so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but i clearly remember uh, the joke by uh, russell peters where he said you know imagine uh, white kids going to a school now in a multicultural school in america where all the brown kids and the black kids and the chinese asian kids everybody is talking about man man my mom whooped my ass my daddy whooped my ass <laughs> whooped my and ass. you know the white guys are like left out as like my daddy just told me to go and stand in a corner so like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you're grounded that was a, yeah yeah so we had no grounding right we we used to nah, get ass nah, whoopings nah. but it so but uh, is the culture of like uh, ass whoopings coming down i mean in india it's definitely changed a lot now indian parents are told you know uh, as in uh, the generation today i think they don't hit their children as much so is is something similar happening the consciousness rising in in that part of the world too where nigerian so, uh, uh for like uh, for my perspective for the past 4 years i've been in india so i can't talk about the past 4 years but before i left uh, nigeria but it was not going down because the ass whooping goes from home down to the school like in the school also we also get ass whooped by our teachers so it was like till that le- level sometimes our parents usually take us like to the school and tell our teachers ki uh, if my child does this whoop his ass specifically yeah 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 we <laughs> yes yeah, up to that level they'll take the, ch- the children like uh, sometimes things happen in in the school maybe uh, he does something very bad like he steals a, a, a student's note or something like they call the they, they bring the child on the assembly ground every morning there's an assembly they call their parents also on the assembly ground and like they whoop your ass in front of your parents and the parents have no issues with that but there are some parents also who don't like it who don't like that children be beaten but like ha huh, aise hi hota hai wahan pe it's not going it, it was it... not going down it was not but it's not uh, it's not uh, actually legal ministry of education doesn't approve of this so what happens is when the ministry of education comes for inspe- inspection in the schools now they kind they hide the the whips in the ceiling of the <laughs> of the classes <laughs> so they don't get to find out that they will be students assassin <laughs> it happens yeah so okay so the, the, uh, i guess this is another thing that india and nigeria have uh, a similar In common, uh, i yeah. guess yeah i mean the posh schools i would say don't uh, have these issues but yeah yeah uh, also there also there are at, posh uh, schools also. many more schools yeah so india but in other schools in india we do have these things where teachers i mean i i personally don't endorse this teachers have no right to touch a student but uh, yeah it is what it is so so pharmacy what got you interested in pharmacy why did you and and why india like i know a lot of african students do come to india in fact if you go to pune pune is full of african students i mean the pune is an educational city in india a lot of african students go there but uh, why pharmacy what made you interested in pharmacy So my father uh, if you saw my podcast I, my father did not go he was not a, uh, he did not go to college but like he had the the, the pharmacy knowledge like i told you he served the master who was like into the ph- selling of pharmaceutical drugs and prescription and shit so my father served him for 7 years so i grew up in that environment so my father had a vision where he wanted to open his own factory like his own company how he like uh, he, before he died he actually uh, est- tried to establish the company before he died So what he had planned was you go to India study pharmacy and in the in the four year span because pharmacy is the four year course right so in the four year span i would have uh, raised the company to a level and i just you just come back and manage the company but eventually he died which was very unfortunate and why india because uh, basically everybody knows that india is 
top when it comes to when it, when it comes to medicine and pharmacy. India is kind of at the top. So and it was not expensive compared to the US and Canada, uh, UK. So that was why basically I came to India. Okay, so so yeah, India is a very very attractive destination for a lot of um, now you know students from Africa. It's it's actually been a trend for a lot of time. But okay, yeah. so now let's talk about your first year. So how was the first year when you came to India? First year, my first year was uh, August twenty nineteen. I came. Really, I was shocked. Yeah, obviously, I was eighteen years. First time living my not yeah first time living my own home and going uh, like very far because I never went to a boarding school. First time I'm living my home and I'm coming around ten thousand kilometers away from home and I know in the next four years I'm not going home. So I was shocked when I came here. I did not see anybody like me. I, I met two girls actually, but like I was surrounded by Indians. Like I I only saw these people on the TV. So pehle to me shock hu and like uh, reaction from people. I had I had, I had made good friends also people who are, like accepted me but like when I like I'm smiling now now when I if you saw my face now I don't know if I can show you my picture when I came to India before I had like this very uh, strong face people like uh, it was very hard for people to approach me so like interacting was very hard like I also did not know Hindi of course I only knew English interacting was very hard and like people found it very hard to approach me so. Chalte 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 away. I completed my first semester. Then in second semester, around February, February March, then the lockdown happened in 2020. So Baki uh, went online till my third year. Even like that was how my first year went. I spent it quite in the lockdown. I can say second and uh, first and second year. Yeah, in the lockdown. So. Uh... when you came for the first time what yeah. were the things that you find distinctly different in india let's say from back home like what were the cultural habits so the language is the obvious one i'm not talking about the language language naturally is going to be different and we'll get to the bit where you started picking up on hindi and how you picked up on hindi but but i want to know on other things like when you lived in india when you see people around you what were the things that you found let's say i, I i'm not saying that um, you mean this in a negative way but things that you mm. found different that you would not be able to relate to as an african food the food yeah because like we so, africans so, uh, what, what non vegetarians we we i like yeah. bashpan se main non veg khata hu i like i had no idea that there was something called like even in nigeria when the doctor gives you a, a meal plan he tells you ki uh, uh, you have to go vegetarian like you have to eat vegetarian food like you are, you have to be a vegetarian because of your health but still in that vegetarian uh, recipe there is still something like fish yeah crayfish dried crayfish so these things are non veg here in india so coming here and finding out that people don't eat meat fish it was very surprising for me right and also i'll say transportation also like back home there are no battery rickshaws i saw battery rickshaw for the first time here in india uh like these two things were the basic things that when i came to india i found very uh, distinct when i came in the <laughs> i think i told the story on the other podcast in minami how i ate uh, chawal and uh, achar <laughs> in the mess <laughs> i loaded the chawal and achar and i i taken the first scoop like back home i never i never ate pickle i never seen anything like mm-hmm. pickle so it looked like gravy to me I had uh, mixed it up with the chawal, like barki barki. I came, like my flight was a two 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 days flight. I left Nigeria on twenty seventh, and I reached India on twenty ninth. 
and I had eaten very less food because it's the food in the uh, at the airport is expensive. I spent 15 hours in Doha and seven hours in Delhi before uh, in uh, Delhi before finally getting to Lucknow. So I had only one meal. Uh, the meal I had on the plane, I did not like it. So I was thinking, Ki India, okay, kana kai, I will have very good food. So mess poshne ke baad, I started seeing uh, dal, I started seeing rajma. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I saw chawal and I saw that red uh, pickle. I was like, ah, ye to gravy hai. So I say, barke barke tali, chawal chawal, I had put da, uh, the pickle. And like everybody was watching me because nobody had seen, no, nobody's like, people had not seen uh uh, an African before, so the whole attention in the mess was on me. I just, I filled the plate, went to my seat, I stayed, I put the first spoon in my mouth. Like, think it was gravy, to nahi hai. <laughs> I could, I could not, I could not throw it out because everybody was watching me. I had to swallow it. So then from there, I started eating uh, kelas. I then eventually I started getting used to the food. I was eating biryani for two to three weeks, only Hyderabadi biryani. Uh, eventually, I like if I want to stay, I have to like learn how to eat the food. So that was how I started eating. Uh, uh, what they call it? Uh, this uh, ban makan from ban makan. I graduated to having dal chawal, rajma, aluki sabzi. Yeah, basically that was it. The food. So, so you uh, have you tried out the non-vegetarian cuisine in India, and what do you make of that? Of course, I stay in Lucknow. Lucknow is known for the non-vegetarian food. The so you like Lucknow. the tunde kebab in Lucknow? Yeah, gulati kebab. Yeah, I gulati. I have everything. I, I I have had everything. The mutton, the fish, chicken. Yeah, I've had it. I've had it. I enjoy it also in Lucknow. But right so, now, so I I'm telling you honestly, I'm mostly into vegetarian food right now. Nowadays, I think I have non-vegetarian food once or twice in a week. Sometimes I go for a month without even thinking of having chicken. Like I've fallen in love with vegetarian food. Vegetarian so food, before yeah. that, you never used to have vegetarian food. So your first exposure to vegetarian food was pretty much when you it came was in to India. India, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time was in India. Yeah, and I think never tried it before. India, India is the only nation in the world that has has a has the most developed cuisine when it comes to vegetarian food like indians actually you can be a vegetarian in india 24 by 7 and get variety but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. other cultures don't have that option so i that this is something like that we I don't have even to... have the option of vegetarian we don't have the option of being vegetarian we have to be non vet from birth like if i can show you my my one year old uh, birthday picture i had a leg piece in my mouth at one year old, I'd have the one like piece in my mouth. So I've been exposed to non-vegetarian food right from birth. So, so do you think you picked up on Hindi because because of your uh, maybe because you spend most of your time in Lucknow, or do you think you could you could have uh, you would have picked up Hindi? It, let's say hypothetically, you were in a Pune or. Uh, or uh, or uh, or a Mumbai or a Delhi. Did did you think that was a reason, or you would have wanted to learn the local language anyways to get the cultural nuances? So I uh, actually uh, I had this conversation conversation with my friend uh, just yesterday because they were like asking me how did you end up in Lucknow? It's not Jhantu Jaga ke aise pe. So I was like, <laughs> Lucknow is nice, man. <laughs> this was these guys are Delhi guys, right? So uh, oh, I was okay. like, bro, I bro, it's UP to the wall, right? When I actually came initially, my classmates were pressurizing me, ki, bro, like uh, for a foreigner like you, Lucknow is a no-no, right? So well, I, I I have this thing, Miki, I found myself in Lucknow, right? So I think it's destiny. I'll see where Lucknow takes me to. 
So I think uh, me being in Lucknow was also a, played a major part in me learning Hindi. Me being in Lucknow. I think if I had been in Delhi, in a place like Delhi or Noida or Mumbai, I think I would have not picked even Marathi. If it was, uh, if I was in this place, I would have not picked any other, any other language because I'll see people now who speak English. So I'll feel very comfortable. I'll be speaking English. So being in Lucknow also helped me because I like when I go outside, I see people speaking a language and like I actually like the language. Like listening, sunke, sunke, sunke. I, I, I hate being left out in the conversation. So like I had to like always force myself in the conversation. Like when people are speaking, I like try to pick some words now. And I have two or three friends who actually know English. So when I hear a word now and I don't know the meaning, so I ask him, what is the meaning of this? What is he saying? So I say, I say, I say, I say, That was how I started learning English, uh, Hindi. And like, I don't regret coming to Lucknow. Actually, I love, I love and I have seen the result of, coming to Lucknow, I've seen where Destiny has taken me to. That, that, that's good to hear. So, so you can't read Hindi, right? You can only speak Hindi. Yeah, I can't read the proper Hindi. Like the, hing, uh, the, the Hindi. Th- that Hindi. Desi wala Hindi to I cannot read it. I tried. No, no. So, I, uh, I guess you can't read the Devnagri script. So, if Hindi was no, written no, no, in no. English, you would get it. Yeah, yeah. I the can Roman get it. script. Well, like... Uh, but like Hindi, I, the counting of Hindi, I can do that properly. Oh, I know all, all uh, whole uh, numbers in Hindi. I can count in Hindi. But like that that part is left out, the Dave Dutri script. You know what? Something I found very interesting about the way you speak Hindi is that mm. uh, and it's very funny because your Hindi accent is yeah. far better <laughs> yeah, than yeah. my wife's Hindi accent. <laughs> And I'll explain what about why. your Hindi? What about your Hindi? Why your wife? What about you? <laughs> no, no, my Hindi accent is fine. But I my wife... Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm Because my wife is a Canadian. So okay, okay. her accent is Canadian. And uh, the way she speaks Hindi is... So I've noticed Nigerians don't roll their R's. You guys don't roll your R's, right? No, 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 and... no. But I learned it here in India. I had to learn it in India because when oh, I had sent so like... you guys Gura... do roll, their, uh, roll the R's? Like, uh, see, you don't say paneer. You say paneer. No, My paneer, wife says huh? paneer. Ah. So, so she doesn't say paneer. She says paneer. Yeah, yeah. I had to learn go. it because uh, something like uh, uh, Kanpur. I used to call it Kampur. Kampur. But like people like Kampur or Gurakpur. Like you have to roll the R, right? Gurakpur. So I had to learn it also. I had I, I learned all this is while learning Hindi. I, I I'm still learning the, actually. A bit too yeah, six, nine, uh, by the way, your now. Hindi is better than most uh, people in South Mumbai, South Delhi, and Bandra West. Uh, South uh, Mumbai and Bandra West is another suburb in Mumbai and South uh, Delhi. You you I've speak in Bandra, I've, all I've, of them. I've stayed in Bandra. I've stayed in Bandra. That's why I know. Every year I usually go to Bandra. <laughs> there's a league there, there's a league there a basketball league so every year it happens once a year so we like we stay there in Bandra so like I've seen that year my Hindi is good <laughs> yeah so so did you insult those Indians when you would come across them as like why can't you okay did you ever wonder when you looked at these Indians and yeah. they could not even speak their own I'm not necessarily saying uh, that Hindi should be spoken by every Indian because India has different languages yeah but yeah. In houses where they don't speak their own mother tongue or Hindi, like uh, how did you react to that when you figured that out? Yeah, like just uh, my friend now, uh, this Admol who just left to set up this microphone, he doesn't know how to count in Hindi. So when we're having a conversation, I'm like, he, he's like, bye, kaptak I'm like, ek ganta 45 minutes, ek ganta 45 minutes kya hota hai? 
<laughs> what do you mean yeah fatalis means 45 a ganta means one so like i always i always feel irritated yeah like bro you should go with the flow so like i don't um, have anything against them but still i feel like every uh, they should at least this much they should know so uh, but uh, you never tell them that uh, bhai tum apne desh mein rehte ho aur apni desh ki bhasha nahi jante uh, like i'm talking about i know like they don't even speak good marathi let's say if you're a maharashtrian in, in mumbai i know hmm. many maharashtrians also who are losing a grip over marathi i i was raised at a time so i can understand gujarati completely because i was raised in a gujarati area marathi okay. because as a state of my language hindi because i just got used to hindi also and english yeah. so i i can understand these four and other two three more languages very comfortably so mm. so in nigeria like what language do you speak because nigeria has many different dialects right it it runs into hundreds to uh, around uh, more than 250 languages are there ethnic languages So basically, there are uh, three languages: uh, Igbo, Yoruba, and Hausa. Mm-hmm. Top three languages, and these three languages are like uh, uh, the uh, major languages. Baki Basha, log, mala baki languages. They are all uh, coming out from these three languages. You understand my point, right? So there's yeah, Ibibio, yeah. Ibibio, there's Efi. So there's you have three Tao. languages, and then you have dialects, right? That's yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So uh, I'm from the southeastern part. So we speak Igbo, Igbo. Okay. But I was born in the southwestern part, so I grew up uh, hearing Yoruba. So like I can understand Yoruba, but like uh, I can't really speak it. I was like uh, I used to speak it back home while I was there because I used to go to the market early in the morning. Like my mother used to have a banana chips company, so we used to go and bargain with these old women. So these old women don't know English, so I had to like uh, start speaking the language. I used to understand it, but I did not. Uh, Speak it, so I had to start speaking it. But after coming to India, I forgot it. If I so I still have these issues now with my mother. Now my mother tries to talk to me in my language, and I always mix my language with Hindi, and she gets so irritated. <laughs> 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 so like now I is every only Hindi going through my head. So like the top three languages are Igbo, Yoruba, and Hausa. So Hausa uh, radiates in the northern part of Nigeria. So, so so this is hilarious so now when uh, you 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 actually respond to your mom in in hindi it's like so have certain expressions that you use now on a daily basis have they yeah, taken acha. over acha uh, acha acha <laughs> like, like what are you saying now what is acha what is acha what are you saying like acha it means okay okay like don't say these things i'll i'm going to acha ठीक है अच्छा ठीक है दिस लाइक दिस लैंग्वेज थिंग्स दैट एवरीबॉडी यूज दिस ऑन अ नॉर्मल डे सो आई ऑलवेज इज व्हाई स्पीकिंग टू माय मदर शी इज लाइक शी गेट्स इरिटेटेड यार बट नाउ शी इज चिल विद इट बिकॉज़ शी इज हाउ फार आई एम गोइंग विद द लैंग्वेज सो ऑलराइट सो नाउ इनिशियली वेयर सो हु हु वाज टीचिंग यू हिंदी लाइक हु आर दीस फ्रेंड्स हु आर दीस गुड पीपल हु टॉट यू हिंदी so there was a lot of my a lot of friends there was rudraj there was utkash there was nitish there was jitu nitish and nitish and jitu were the ones who actually knew english uh, rudraj knew a little bit of english also like uh, rudraj knew a little bit of english so i used to ask them uh, uh, whatever i wanted to ask and utkash was is my very good friend mera bhai jaisa hai he did not know as much as uh, uh, thank you in in, in english But right now, staying with me because we've been together for past four years, he helped me brush up my Hindi, and I also I helped him brush up his English. So like his English is not so uh, good, but like he can 
uh, interact in English. So like these four people were the major people who were always helping me uh, speaking uh, in learning Hindi. That's good But to hear. So, you, so you'd benefited them by one person learning English, and you uh, they taught you Hindi. So, do yeah, you intend to also read the Hindi script at the Devnagari? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I tend to. I, I tried once, but like <laughs> I have a class of nine to five pharmacy. We pharma. We have to wake up. We have to go to class from nine to five. So, Hindi padne me it's like next level. Yeah, some Indians don't even know how to read it. So that's why when people ask me, can I even read? It? I'm like, some Indians don't know how to read. It. How do you expect me to read it? <laughs> so like it's like that and how i also learned uh, hindi was in the lockdown also i started watching bollywood movies i watched a lot of bollywood movies in the lockdown like bahut bahut bollywood movies dekha maine and i started listening to hindi songs also so i think to, it was that process also my hindi started getting brushed up so initially would you use the subtitles option or never use the subtitles option? yeah i used subtitles options subtitles options yeah But now I can go to the uh, cinema and I watch a complete Hindi movie without a subtitle. It's as good as that now. All right. So now, now, now I'm going to talk to you about something that uh, maybe people may not enjoy. So initially, or even <laughs> today, how how much uh, how much of the racism have you faced in India? Racism to rose just to milta. Even if you check my post now, we see the comment sections also. There are some people who are crazy. They they are putting this monkey emojis and shit. Ah, uh, bandar, ah, uh, kalu. So, me ko, I something that happens all over the world, yeah. So, I I've come to terms with it. Ki, I see this every day. So, if seeing these things make me get angry, na, to it will just. uh just make something uh, bad like it's going to affect me in a, in a wrong way it have a negative impact on me there's no uh, use of me getting uh, angry how many people, how many people am i going to get angry at how many people am i going to fight how many people am i going to approach so like kiti ke chalta hai it's not like it's a good thing but i have come to terms with it that i have to live with it if i'm going to uh, if i want to like uh, succeed or if i want to like live peacefully in this environment i have to come to terms with it that डेली डेली तो रिसिजन तो मिलेगा ऐसे तो है ऑल राइट सो सो नाउ I don't know if you remember when we were chatting on WhatsApp I told yeah. you about this absurdity in India we have this cream called fair and lovely for women and fair yeah. and handsome for men so yeah. Indians have internalized uh, a lot of colonial attitudes and the last colonizer of India naturally were were the British and yeah. uh if people didn't know they were white uh just in case they wanted to confirm uh, so <laughs> indians have internalized a lot of this mindset that uh, the white skin is superior the dark skin is in fact one of the running jokes that i along with a couple of my friends on mm. another podcast that we do every thursday we purposely call me so my friends call me kala there is a reason why they call me kala is because we mock the third rated indian racist attitude we mm. we try to mock uh, how how racism exists in our everyday life but what shocked me was that the skin whitening apparently seems to be an issue in nigeria also that tell me about that shit what the hell is that how did nigerians freaking come into this So I don't know, yeah. For me, I think I love my color. There are lots, there are lots of creams, yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, these creams are very big, yeah. Very, very big, yeah. If you follow lots of uh, Nigerian uh, uh, influencers, they, they, uh, when they go viral, they say I'm going viral now. Next thing they all, most of them usually do is like they, 
they they go and open their own cream company or something and they sell these creams that wipe off the colors. There are some people you see them now, their whole knuckles, their knuckles are black, are black, and the whole skin is white. So I don't know if it's the so thinking that white color is is supreme, but but me personally, I don't want to change my color. I love my color the way I am. Black is beautiful. <laughs> Good. I I I like uh, I like your confidence. I I never change. Ne- never feel inferior because of the color of the skin. And and it's nah. pathetic. And I know this. You know, I have spoken to many Africans who visit India. Like a lot of people don't know there are African tribes. Like for example, mm-hmm. the Siddhi tribe. I don't know if you know about this tribe. Yeah, yeah I heard of them. Yeah, in in India, right? Yeah. So Karnataka. Uh, Karnataka, even in Gujarat. So when you go to Gir, there is a region in Gujarat where the lion, the Asiatic lion is there. So if yeah. you go to Gir, right, in the surrounding area, there are a lot of Africans who live in that area. They've been there for like 400, 500, 600 years. So if you meet them, the only thing you'll have in common with them is the skin color. That's all. Because they will not relate to you. They will relate to Indians. Because they speak Gujarati. They speak Hindi. They have their own culture. And it's it's a it's a mix of, uh, let's say, some African values. And most of it is now in, in Indian values. They're, they're just Indian kids. They're Indian people who do Indian things. And, and it was so heartbreaking when I spoke to them. And, and I asked them, like, what do you think? He's like, we're Indian, man. We're just here. This is our country now. We're yeah, Indian, we're not that, Africans. Yeah, they believe that they have uh, an African descent. Like they, they, they have, uh, they have the uh, four forefathers are from Africa, South Africa, you know, Nigeria, yeah, Kenya. I actually had a conversation one of, with one of the ladies also. Like I saw her profile. She looked Indian and she looked African. So I was confused. Yeah. Then like she also, she only DM'd me. I was like, where are you from? She said, she's from India. I'm like, you don't look Indian. So that was when I got to know about this Siri tribe uh, that there are people who actually here in India who have the descent of uh, being African. And if you see my comment section also, some people think that I'm also those group of people. They don't believe that I'm actually I'm actually African. So yeah, I know about this tribe. So it's it's good, uh, and 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 it's a tragedy what happens to that tribe. Um... You know, they, they do have certain leaders from their tribes today. They, I think one of them got recognized by the government of India recently. They were given an award by the current government also. I, f- yeah. I forgot the name of the tribe. I'm completely ba- blanked out about that. But yeah. uh, so you've never faced any in-your-face racism? Uh, the comments are... See, in the comment section, it's a cesspool everywhere. So, you know, it's not like I go to any other country. The comment section, you should never read comments. So, see, the first rule of social yeah, media yeah, yeah. is never read comments. Never read comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, never read comments. Once you reach a certain level as a content creator, initially, yes, you read comments. But after that, you should not. But did you face any in-your-face racism or anything of that sort? So, when I initially came now, so I used to... I used to, uh, when I walk past people, people like, Bandar Agya, Bandar Agya. I say, Kalu Agya, Kalu Agya. So like, like, then they, I did not know the language. Now, but now I know the language. So I'm not, I, I, I then recollect those times. Like, Acha, you look here, you look here. Bandar Agya, I'm Bandar Agya. Acha, okay, chala, okay. That is done now. But right now, I think that if people now know I speak Hindi, nobody does it in the face racism to me, right? But like there's still this, uh, I think this stereotype, uh, like people, I don't know if they get scared of black guys or they think that if I touch them, they'll get them like, like they'll turn black or something. I have I had this experience where I happened to me lots of time, especially here in Delhi. I book an Ola bike or Rapido and uh, Ola bike comes, he looks at me and he zooms off. 
पता नहीं क्यों आई डोंट नो वाई भग जाती पता नहीं क्यों ऐसे हो जाती है where i was sitting on the bike and this guy mm-hmm. this cross conductor was like trying to talk to me i was ignoring him was irritating was like hey kallu <laughs> then i got i i aise ghum gaya kya kon kallu maata chod tere maat tumhare maat chod dunga maata chod so like he did not know i know how to speak hindi so he got <laughs> he got scared he was like bhaiya maaf kar dijiye hey sorry mujhe nahi pata kya koi hindi aati hai like kon kallu maata chod aise hota hai hota hai hota rehta hai i like even when i walk into the metro also sometimes like uh, they are they are they are india sitting down and one of them is a black guy or south indian like tera bhai aa gaya all these things happen hota uh, hai roz roz like i meet it every day hmm i i understand where you're coming from and it's disgusting and uh, yeah. you know which is why i always say indians complaining about racism from the white man i never take it seriously as like i always say you know you fuckers are racist as fuck so you know don't don't whine about racism from the white man first fix your own house then talk about anything else in fact the white culture has come out a long way but it, it, this is not about just negativity look you love india you're living here you're you're trying mm. to make a life over here so you must have met a lot of positive uh, people and a lot of positive stories too right yeah 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 i met a lot of good people yeah let's say Did, this also i think might go under racism i was coming to gurgaon i had a walk in gurgaon i don't remember what work i had i think i came to play or something so a day before i opened the oyo app because i did not have any friend here at that time so i opened the oyo app to book a hotel so because i oyo is very popular so i opened it and i filtered uh, foreigners uh, foreigners allowed so i found a few uh, hotels So I booked the hotel and before booking I called them I said uh, hello are foreigners allowed here say yes ha ah, bhaiya foreigners are allowed theek hai to pahunchne ke baad I came to Gurugaon very hot so it was in the summer so I got in I was having my bags and all I got there I showed them that I had uh, I had uh, booked the hotel and they said like ja 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 nahi nahi not allowed not allowed But like I called you guys yesterday I told you guys ki I um, come in here and you guys say foreigners are I say no 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 I don't have form C Like from C is something that uh, every hotel has to have uh, to mm-hmm. take the foreign name. Like, oh, jude bol lai. Basically, jude bol lai tha. So I mm-hmm. phone, I called the Ola guy, uh, the Oyo guys. Oyo guys said uh, they are sorry. Then they gave me another hotel. I went to the other hotel. Same reception I got. Not allowed. Not allowed. So, patani, I just I was looking outside, looking outside. Then I just walked into a guest house, and this guy, it was uh, his some his name is Sanjeev. Is a Bihar. Is from Bihar. Oh, he was very chill. He did, and he this was when my Hindi speaking came in. He could not speak English, so I started speaking Hindi. So I speaking Hindi. I was telling him that I told him my experience. We did pass two hotels. So he looked at me. I was like, "Are you mad? Why? What can I have? Like, my pass form C is not here. And if I put you here, it's going to be kind of illegal. If the police comes and sees you, it's going to be very bad for me. So like, there's nothing I can do now. I'm here in Gurugaon. I can't go back to Lucknow. I'm stuck here." So he just asked me what are you doing in India I told him I have my papers everything uh, legal I showed him my papers and everything so he like chalo theek hai andar jao and I came inside and because of me only he went and he got the form C from the government and like any time I come to Gurgaon I stay at this place <laughs> Yeah <laughs> like it was very I nice guess what 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 happens is uh, I'm not trying to defend what uh, these people do but yeah. uh, this is how the human mind works so what will happen is these dumbasses who don't let you in 
they must yeah. have heard of those random incidents of somebody from africa doing drug peddling right I, i'm i'm being very brutally honest with you and these bastards create a stereotype <laughs> that every african is doing drug peddling there's just assholes is what i'm there's one other thing they also say we eat human beings this <laughs> fucking crazy yeah i've met people who say we eat human meat like bro come on how can i eat human man i'm also human i don't need they think we are animals or something seriously they're, people they're, think they're that assholes. we actually i have i have friends who believe that we actually eat human beings in africa you, know, you should like, tell those fuckers that there's a cannibal ooh. tribe in a, almost every culture on planet earth they really need to learn anthropology <laughs> exactly yeah. like how I, i next level like how can i eat humans yeah, it's surprising to me also whenever they say it yeah it's 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 really stupid uh it it's sad and and you know i i'm really sorry about what you have to face but uh, uh, but i like your spirit i like your spirit how you take it uh uh you know you take it uh, in, in stride and you still want to do something um uh with your life so so how did you get into this whole instagram thing like how did that start ah uh, instagram yeah <laughs> so we started like uh, i had friends like, very close friends so jab mera hindi thoda sa achhi hona like ho raha hai matlab hindi was getting better so they told me ki i think you should start making videos because they said ki you are also funny and people like funny people and the fact that you're a black guy from africa and you are speaking hindi is something next level and also it's not like you were born and brought up here like i've seen some foreigners also who speak hindi but like it's like they born and brought up in india some of them spent 15 20 years already here they're like ki you tum 3 4 saal yahi pe reh raha ho aur itna achhi hindi seekh liya to matlab you have to show people what you've got i have this friend dhruv so what happened was i was in mizoram and it was like i was there for 5 weeks and i was alone in my room i was alone in my room and mm. like when you when your mind you are having an idle mind na i like you are things just go through your mind and these things that they were telling me i started thinking about as acha theek hai so i put up a story on my instagram so uh, when i put up the story everybody i was like it was a, it was full hindi i think it was around 1 minute or 2 minutes uh, story i was like मैं सोच रहा हूँ कॉन्टेंट क्रिएशन के बारे में आपको अच्छा लगेगा Oh, so nice. I like fuck yeah like like bro I want to know your story how you know how to speak Hindi so but like this was uh, the beginning of how I got mov- motivated to like get into Instagram so I started making little little videos I made one on Shairi on uh, February 14 the next one I nice. made uh, was uh, was uh, about uh, uh, there was this uh, it was on uh, uh, Bolinat. I will let me something obo omera bola hai bandari kata nandi ki sawari boli na tire shankar na tile this this was what i made something like bole bole parvati pate har har mare i made this so i made asre making two three videos like this dalte rahenge dalte rahenge so like i took a break also then i found out that people are actually interested in it people said test me ki bhai video kab dalega video kab dalega why did you stop kyu rega kyu rug gaya kun kyu rug gaya 
So I was like, wow, this is actually going good. But ideas are thinning. So what happened was I was uh, putting my final exam. So I called Drew because I knew where I was coming from. And I like I wanted I wanted to make something out for myself. Yeah, I didn't want to go back home because like you know how the situation is back in Africa, yeah, especially Nigeria. And like I was not from a like well-to-do family. And after my father died, like we were middle class from middle class, we were going down, down, down. So <clears throat> Drew was like he like to me. Tum Hindi itna achi Hindi bolle itna acha insan ho tum like kuch to just he like motivated me like he talked to me for around half an hour he talked to me and then that fruity wala I don't even see the fruity wala video then the fruity idea came to mind then I made the fruity wala video it took me it took one week to go viral so I was like he I knew the video was good but I was getting only 50k views I was having only 4,000 followers of course but 50k views like. भाई यार उस टाइम तो मेरे फ्रेंड डूड रहा है चलो भाई यार ये वाला वीडियो वायरल होना ही चाहिए यार जैसे मैं बोला हूँ एक दो घंटे के बीच में वीडियो अचानक से वायरल हुआ लाइक वाव देस फ्यूचर इन न्यूज़ दाउस आई सेड लाइक मेकिंग वीडियोस लाइक पिक अप द कैमरा आई टेल माय <laughs> so my true and some of them I make them up and like yeah I say I say challah like that's how it's going and now I found myself here on your podcast. <laughs> uh, good, good, good. I I like it. Uh, I like the idea that you're trying to get acclimatized to to the local culture. But I I also wanted to talk to you about uh, a bit about uh, the 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 culture in Nigeria. So mm. the, so do you guys ever get in? like curious about your past cultures like before the advent of christianity and islam in in the entire african continent like do you guys uh, even think about it or you guys ever know about it uh, or anything of that sort gets discussed over there so uh, yes it gets discussed in the school we have a uh, uh... uh subject called like everybody like i grew up in the southwestern part the southwestern part yoruba language is a language so we have a subject called yoruba language so under that yoruba language now we are taught about the language and then our ancestors uh, not my ancestor because i'm not from the yoruba region i'm from the ibo yeah, i'm from i'm the from the ibo part but i i did not get uh, taught about ibo because i did not go to the school i did not go to school in that region so yes we got taught about our ancient gods the gods like even till date some people still worship them so we got taught about the ancient gods jaise orishas these orishas are like the spirits uh, or different kind of gods there are actually 12 orishas i don't know uh, all the names and all but like i can tell you a bit about them so the most powerful of them was called uh, shango Shango is a god of uh, uh, let me remember okay like, there's a, there's one called Eshu Elegbara Eshu Elegbara is a messenger between the two worlds right if once somebody dies it's believed that once someone dies uh, this god is responsible for trans, uh, transporting uh, the, the the spirit of the person from the living to the dead right and uh, like if you wanted to communicate with other gods so you have to summon this particular god There's another one called Ogun. This is the god of iron. He rules over everything metal, right? So he also believed that he has some healing abilities also, and also known as the Great Destroyer. And like this, uh, this uh, history I'm telling you about, I'm telling you is one of the biggest history in the whole of West Africa, as a whole, in whole of West West Africa. This Yoruba uh, culture. So there's also another god called Obatala. He's known as the god of creation. So there's a great land of Ife. 
there in the uh, Osho state in Nigeria. So he's believed to be the one who created uh, Ife, Ile Ife. So mm-hmm. and the first city of Ife in Ibadan, right? Mm-hmm. Not, not of Ibadan. Sorry, Oshun, Oshun. I'm, I'm wrong. That's not Ibadan. Oshun state, Oshun state. So then there's the female goddess also called Yemaha, uh, Yemaya. Uh, she is the spirit of the ocean. She uh, she's responsible for taking care of anything motherhood, motherhood like protecting children and their mothers. So her anger is reflected. A just say you know what they call tsunami. Tsunami people think tsunami are natural mm. disasters, but then now if a tsunami happens now, people think that uh, people tend to believe that she is angry. Right, and she doesn't uh, go along with other gods. So whenever she's angry and the tsunami tends to happen, and they they, they try to appease her, then her sister is known as Oshun. Oshun rules over everything that flows. They like milk, honey, love, uh, money. So like people worship them once it comes to love, anything, love, money, milk, and she also was believed to teach them agriculture. Agriculture. Also, huh? Shango is the most powerful. He was a warrior. He is called the god of thunder, the god of thunder and fire. So he used to use his power to fight against um, uh, evil spirit. Like he used to, uh, like he he was the one who, uh, how do I say, it? Uh, uphold justice. Yeah, he upholded justice, and he was known for his love for music, women, and having fun. So like these uh, were some of the gods, uh, like I I know about. They, they, so, you can search it Orishas, Orishas. Okay, so so is it part of like uh, average life? Like uh, I think it's called ancestor worship, right? Like all the Igbo yeah. religion. There is something like the Igbo religion in. in yeah, I'm from the, the Igbo right? part. So the Igbo part, I don't really know much about it, but I know uh, the uh, the maximum. Uh, this is where I'm from. It's called Chuku. In we call God Chuku, but there's also, there was also a god named Chuku back then. So he was the one uh, most powerful of them all. And then in our part also, in the Igbo part, was uh, Amadeoha, was the god of thunder. This much I know about the Igbo religion. But like, if you want to know about the <clears throat> the biggest uh, uh, ancestral religion, I think in the whole of West Africa, it's going to be the Yoruba religion. They have the biggest one. So are there any sacred animals or uh, or anything like, uh, let's say, you know, the Hindus, a certain sects of Hindus have the cow, Muslims have uh, the pig that is barred. Like, the, do Africans have any sacred animals of that sort or uh, something like that? Like sacred animals that they worship? Yeah, they worship and they're not supposed to uh, uh, consume them as food uh, or something of that as sort? As far as I know, uh, no. Actually, <laughs> 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 ah, so what, what they used to do is they sacrifice animals to the gods. Mm-hmm. They sacrifice animals to the gods. But like, uh, say we worship animals. No, I, I saw that for the first time when I came to India. Okay, very interesting. So, so are there? So there are male and female gods, both, right? In the ancient, yeah, male African and female religion. gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are male and female gods. Yeah, so that's very interesting because uh, so the one big deviation from the ancient cultures to the monotheistic cultures later on when monotheism comes is is the God becomes a man. Uh, the female female deity is gone. But it's very interesting to know that even African cultures, all African cultures have male and female deities. Female, yeah. All right, now I want to talk about basketball. How did you get into basketball? Like, are you taking it very seriously? Like, uh, how, how, how's that going? So I got into basketball when I came to India. Huh? In India? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like people get shocked when I say this. Though I was actually I was uh, an all-rounder in sports, so I used to be a hundred, two hundred meters short put, uh, short put. I used to do discus also. I used to do high jump and long jump. And in all these, I used to get the gold or silver medal. I was the sport prefect in my school while I was in the school. Actually, I applied for. Uh, <laughs> I used to be very playful, so I applied for laboratory prefect. I wanted to be. I wanted to be the one in charge of laboratory, and they were like, "Back." they're like but they just sent my application but then i was the very first spot prefect i made a history for them in the school i was the very first uh, spot prefect in the school so i was very good in sports so uh, actually i think in my 10th summer holiday till my 11 i grew very rapidly i grew very tall and hefty so then everybody was telling me, Ki, either you go into boxing or basketball. So my mother was like, nee, 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 chul lag jaga, chul lag jaga. he'll get injured and this. Even one time I remember going to play, I went to purchase petrol. Like we used to purchase petrol in the can. I think it's illegal here in India. It's also illegal mm-hmm. there, but like, huh, we do it there in Nigeria. So I went to purchase petrol and I saw my friends playing. I went my father, my father's chapel <laughs> and I went to play football. <laughs> I came back home Dandi, and my mother dealt with me. She dealt with me like she would my ass. So uh, when I because of the scare of this, like getting my ass shoot by my mother, so I did not go into basketball. Yeah, I did not go into boxing either. So when I came to India, I was like, now I'm free. She can't do anything to me. Like I'll do whatever I want to do. She can't whoop my ass. Yeah, I went. I came to India on 29th of uh, August. I think on 30 on around. 30 Kiaspas, I went to the basketball court. So I got to the basketball court. Everybody was thinking I was a 6'3. basketball killed. I got to pay. So I was like, no, 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 I don't know how to play. So they gave me the basketball and like they're like, put the ball in the basket. So I run, 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 and I dunk the ball. They were like, what? The whole whole Lariki Banda Bandisa Pagalogia ground pay. Literally. But like yeah, because I was a high jumper, a gold medal, a gold medal high jumper in my school. So I like this is very easy for me. I was, they just said do it again. So everybody recorded the video and the video kind of kind of went viral. I was like, okay, the ex- because of the excitement, people like how people are excited. I was like, okay, I'll keep playing this. So I started playing and then through Instagram again. Instagram, I think Instagram has really helped my life. So through Instagram again, I got discovered by uh, Dhruv, I got discovered by Varun Sood. Then there's this page also called Overtime India. So I started playing this little, little choti choti moti tournament. I was like, I was dunking, I was blocking shot, I was being super athletic on the ground. Uh, then I was like, okay, I think I'll... Uh, because... I know that before I do bad, there's no future for me. There's no plan, there's no scope. Because after Bifama, when I go back home, I'll have to do what they call this uh, housemanship for one year. I have to serve my country, NYC, National Youth Service Cup. That's two years. Two years. And in these two years, I'm not earning. They pay the NYC, they give around uh, two, three thousand in, uh, in the converted to Indian rupees. And like, this is nothing, not going to do anything for me. And after that, when I get a job, I'll be getting a job of like 15, 10, 15, 20K. And like I have a family of my mother, I have my two sisters, I have my younger brother, I have everybody there. So I have to manage also. So I was thinking, Ki, I'll go into basketball, uh, try to go professional. But now content creation is beach me. Content creation is like everybody is chasing the bag, right? So I'm like, wherever the, uh, wherever, wherever I'm getting the money, I'll go there. Like, no literally, not that there's no use playing, but like, 
I've had my great my ligament torn. Like right now, I have a grade two ligament tear in my left left ankle. So I'm going to play these tournaments. I'm not getting paid, right? Now I have a grade two ligament tear in my ankle, and nobody is here to like uh, sponsor my surgery or whatever it is. So now I'm left on my own, right? So <clears throat> if I can like speak Hindi, make people laugh on Instagram, and make money from that, why not do that? So uh, like mm. I just play basketball. Uh, like there's a league coming up right now in India. So the good mm-hmm. part of that league is they are paying good amount of money. Uh, shout out to EPBL, like they've come to change the basketball scene in India. They are, they have four categories. They are going to pay two lakh eighty eight thousand for the uh, grade A player, two lakh ten thousand grade two, one lakh forty four thousand for grade three, and seventy five thousand for grade four players. Um, basically, it's going to be around the one month tournament, barely around. Uh, uh, 13, 14 games. You have to just be present in 80% of your games. And if you get injured in between the tournament, they'll take care of you. Surgery, x-ray, treatment, yeah, it's all paid. So, like, they are trying to change the basketball scenes in uh, uh, in India right now. So, like, shout out to them. So, I'll play this league because if I'm getting injured and I'm getting paid also, it's a good thing, right? <laughs> and if I'm, they're going to take care of my injury also, if I get injured. So, like, I have that security already. So I'll play these kinds of leagues. So I'm not going to play all these tournaments which I've been playing before where I get injured and then I have to go home and sit and try to take care of myself. But like, I'm taking content creation seriously right now. Good, good. So who are your favorite basketball players historically and My, currently? Um, currently, it's LeBron James. Because right, mm-hmm. that guy plays all five positions. He can play every five positions. He can guard every position also. Or... Um, Kobe also, because I think Kobe is uh, somebody who works very hard. Because I like Kobe because of his work ethic. He works harder than everybody in the room. And why I'm inspired by LeBron is because of how LeBron has been a good face of the NBA. He's been there for the past 20 years and there's been no stain on his name. He's never had an issue with drugs or even gambling. He's never had issues with women also. He's been with his uh, girlfriend, uh, his high school lover. Till now, he's been with her only. like These kind of people I look up to. These so, are the two so no, like no, Steph, Car- no Steph Curry for you. No Steph Curry for you. Steph Curry, yeah. Steph Curry is there, my girlfriend. Actually, is a Steph Curry fan. So we have this fight always because between LeBron and Steph Curry, whenever LeBron, LeBron loses a game, she sends me the stickers. Whenever Curry loses, <laughs> loses a game, I send the stickers. So like Steph also, yeah, he revolutionized the game when it comes to shooting. Kudos to him about uh, for that. And also... Uh, He's also that kind of person who also doesn't have any stain to his name. So, yeah. Self Curry, I don't have anything against him. But, like, personally, I'm in love with LeBron. <laughs> so, so, tell me this. How much of African-American culture influences African culture? Do, is there an African-American influence on African kids? Like, uh, for example, do they, uh, when it comes to music, when it comes to pop culture, is there an influence, let's say, coming from the United States of America? I don't know if you know this, but one of the richest minorities in the United States of America are Nigerian Americans. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Nigerian yeah, 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 I well in America. yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, when you say African American culture, like in what aspect? Because I have no music, idea. music, or uh, clothing habits and stuff like no, that. No, 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 I, I really don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Like I barely listen to even African American music. I don't think so. I don't think it has any influence on African culture. So, because so, I think okay. it's quite distinct. They are quite distinct in a way. So, so I'll give you an example. So, okay. Um, ethnically, 
let's say a kid who is of indian origin but is born and raised in the united states of america or canada uh is technically uh, in courts for the audio listeners they they are called indian but there's nothing i mean if you ask me we are very different right if i am born and raised in india and an indian origin kid is born and raised in the united states of america or or for that matter you know i had an indian uh, indian uh, person from south africa on my podcast and we're very different right he's african he's just an yeah. a- african guy who happens to be of indian origin yeah. they're very different so yeah. uh, do you see uh, that kind of difference let's say if you met a uh, an indian kid born and raised in africa mm. vis-a-vis an african american who would you relate to more won't you relate more to let's say an indian kid who was born and raised in say nigeria in that sense because they would speak your language they would understand you better nah uh, maybe i will i think so but like uh, yeah african to african to hai yaar if you are african you are african I don't know I'll answer that. <laughs> no no so I, I see what happens is a lot of times uh, in in India there is this mm-hmm. uh, uh when you live in the United States of America mm-hmm. they they uh Indians are still called Indians right they're not called yeah. like I I have never understood this idea of an Indian Canadian you're either Canadian or you're Indian you can't I yeah. I don't understand these these sub identities. So, okay. which is what I wanted to know: how how much of an African American culture influence happens on young African kids growing up and being raised in 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 Africa? Because you know there are rap superstars like say Jay Z uh, exists, or or uh, or the olden ones like uh, Tupac or Biggie Smalls, like uh, Notorious B.I.G. or other African uh, you know people, or like Obama or stuff like that. Like, do they? inspire young african kids in uh, in africa or african kids don't look up to those guys like they they're not a thing is what i'm trying to so understand. when you said obama yeah obama is like uh, <clears throat> uh obama like people like obama uh, lebron james also like for people who watch basketball is african uh, is african american right so mm-hmm. like these people also have impact uh, on uh, african kids why growing up also because like we actually believe that we are i think in a sense we believe that we are one in a way we think that these are our people who were sent who were shipped to the uh, the western world the western part of the world uh, through slave trading so whenever mm-hmm. these people are also doing good now we feel good mm-hmm. we feel good whenever they are, they are doing good like when he said that the first black african president of the united states or like somebody this is the first black woman who was made so like yeah, i think i like whenever i see this kind of news me personally i feel good and like uh, as lebron like like i've said about lebron he's not had any stain to his face is is uh, uh, any stain uh, on his image no dent on his image so this kind of things are like for personally for me i think they uh, in a good way yeah they influence the african child growing up in africa that's interesting because i meet a lot of caribbean americans right for folks okay. because the caribbean islands are very near to the united states of america and there it's very interesting a lot of caribbean kids have uh, obviously because of proximity too they have yeah. a far greater uh, influence on them of american culture uh, you see a lot of caribbeans in canada way uh, like huge proportions of caribbeans in canada like the jamaicans or the trinidad and tobago folks or, or all those guys in in canada and america and i saw them 
even mm-hmm. when they would come to study in the united states or canada okay. they would have a lot they would have internalized a lot of american values or canadian values or western values uh, compared to let's say if you would meet a kid from africa in university that's literally come from africa just to study in the united states or canada and and i used to find those differences so that's why i was asking you i just wanted to know uh, so, 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 so. i so, understand so. you understand you're not as americanized as the caribbean kids <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So before before I wrap it up, so, okay. so tell me, so tell me uh, some funny shit that you've seen in India that you just couldn't couldn't stop laughing. Like, what the hell are these people doing? <laughs> no, 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 not things that. Uh, let's say things that have happened to me, experiences I've had. So basically, uh, people whenever they see, uh, like I think this Delhi uh, region. uh police are always uh, the police are always uh, chasing the uh, africans and all so but personally for me my experience with police in lucknow is actually very different so i have a lot of friends lots of friends now they always give me their bikes because i go to practice quite far like mm. around 15 20 kilometers so i always ride the bike i don't wear the helmet i'm sorry i'm breaking the traffic rules so i don't wear the helmet so they stop me and they're like ki kiska gaadi who they try to start speaking english Uh, vehicle, gari, who? Let me try, try to start speaking English. So when I'm like, "Boy, yeah, we're at Dos Kagaria," they're like, "Are you in this semester? Have you? Like, how many semester have you? So he's like, "Are you? Have you? So you? See, now he's forgotten that I'm not wearing helmet and I don't have a driver's license, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's forgotten that." So then we start having a conversation. Then he start asking me, "Where are you from?" Uh, yeah, wo, yeah, wo. I know how I end up like. Eventually, he's like, "Hey, but yeah, it's a bit too much." And I click a selfie and with the guy, and like, that's it. No challenge, no, no query, no, no helmet, no. Even what happened last time, and he after I had a conversation with him, then he asked me, "Hey, girlfriend, hey, what's your password?" Like, "Huh, hey." Then he asked me where the girlfriend is from. I told my my girlfriend, but like, he was very happy because my girlfriend was where he was from. Then he was like, "Hey." But yeah, idas se mat jaye, idas se mat jaye. Yahan pe camera laga hai, wahan pe. Idas se mat jaye, wahan police kara hai, wahan pe. Idas se jaye, like fuck yeah. And this has not happened once. Like two, three, four times happened with me. <laughs> this, this is one of the experiences I've had in India. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, so so, do you maybe do you feel that maybe when in you go to smaller cities in comparison to Mumbai and Delhi, they are yeah. less racist? towards you then say delhi and mumbai uh delhi i i delhi to uh ek hi bar gaya wahan pe like ek do bar like one time i went to extend my international passport so i can i don't know about how people in delhi are right i always come to only noida gurugaon delhi to jata new mumbai bilkul i never faced racism in mumbai i think i never faced racism in mumbai i think racism i face are in these smaller cities but like These smaller cities are uh, filled with uneducated people. Like they call you Kalu without knowing that is a is is wrong to call you Kalu. Actually, mm. this happens. So like I see little kids shouting, "Hey, Baya Kalu!" So like it's like they don't know that saying Kalu is actually a wrong wrong thing. So so, so it's out of ignorance too. Out of ignorance, yes, yes, yes. Is, the way I actually face the proper racism is a proper setting, like in a college setting where you know that people are actually educated and they know that Kalu is actually wrong thing and they actually call you Kalu just to like be racist. 
So this is mm. only in this kind of setting I've actually faced racism. But like on the streets and all that, they are just ignorant and like, even whenever they call me Kalu, I just, sometimes I pick them up and I play with them also. Because I know that I, then I tell them, Kalu man bolo, Kalu galat cheese. I try to like correct them. So like I say, this is how I uh, say it here yeah, in these smaller cities. Do you, do you think you you speaking Hindi actually is an icebreaker and then they they completely change with you and they they think you are one of them then suddenly Yes 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 I've had uh, even I've gotten free or two rides before because I I could speak Hindi I like but yeah look some they knew me like I sometimes there are some places I uh, I I end up and like there are no uh, autos around and this but yeah just like comes to me like are but yeah but yeah up to I mean na like, huh? After Hindi Samasya, I'm like, you are going to Amiti? I'm like, ha ha, but yeah. I'm like, but yeah, but yeah, like, I've gotten free rides also because I speak Hindi. <laughs> so, so now that you, your Instagram handle has, has quite, has reasonable followers, do you get randomly recognized now when you go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Randomly, I get recognized very, like, quite frequently at the metro stations, at the bus pack, in the metro. People walk up and some people actually, I see it on their face now, like, like, they know they have seen his face somewhere, but like, how do they approach me? Like sometimes they, I see them, they pick up their phone, like. <laughs> <laughs> they are like they, they get confused. how can I They are always confused. But like, yeah, I get recognized in the streets in the metro. Like, yeah, even when they ask me for selfies and all, yeah, I get recognized now nowadays. And like, it's a good feeling also. Sometimes it becomes awkward. Actually, one one incident, one incident happened in Lucknow. Like I tell you, how people, mm-hmm. how ignorant people are. So I know I don't know if you heard of Lulu Mall. Oh yeah, so like I, I think Lulu Mall is the biggest mall in uh, in the whole of Asia right now. So mm-hmm. so it was when it opened in Lucknow. So my friends work in Decathlon. So I have this group of friends who I learned how to play basketball with Utkash, Aman Bia, and all Sashang Bia. So we went to Decathlon. We went to purchase things uh, like for visiting for visiting the mall, just for the sake of visiting. So my friends started this, uh, let's say, Bakchodi. They were like, we were clicking pictures in front of the decathlon. So randomly, they came like this. They came, are are Augustan Lim? Huh? But yeah, but yeah. In second, they were joking. It was a joke, right? And people who were just as past me, they saw what my friends were doing. And it now, Biragia comes up, Pachase, saw look, look, they came to me and they were clicking pictures. Yeah, I, I was sweating. I was like, fuck, yeah. My friend was like Nigerian actor, Nigerian hero, Nigerian hero. Like this happened with me in Lakun in Lulu Mall. <laughs> so it's good, right? So, so that's yeah. why I said like uh, so Indian uh, racism, while it exists, it's 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 there. It it's it's actually not soul deep. It's it's very basic. And once yeah. you break the ice with them, they they they'll love you and they'll care yes, for you. Yes, yes, yes. I think it's just like one of their own. Only one conversation. It just takes one conversation. Just yeah. one conversation, and like they all they just melt. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, Mara Bai, Mara Bandai, job. I have met lots of people randomly, and like even the cab driver I met yesterday, it was a Rajputi. So I was I was making a, a reel, I was editing my video. So I, throughout the journey, like I like when I talked to him on phone in Hindi. So maybe he thought I gave the phone to some random guy to speak. So when I got into the car, he asked OTP, I told the OTP. So I was having my headphone, I was editing my video. So I was done. I wanted a music suggestion. So I called my friend Aman Bhai. I was like. Yeah, but yeah, is he real pay consigana like uh at Salagiga? Like Banda Shock again, like Gungia, he removed his earphone. But like, but yeah, Hindi Samasto. Like, ah, but yeah, Hindi Samasto is like he's from Rajputi, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Jay Bawani, Jay Rajputi. So like 
this kind of things I meet every day because of me speaking Hindi. <laughs> Yes, good. It's good. Uh, so before we wrap up, uh, tell everybody where they can find you, and if they want to contact you, how how do they go about it? Yeah, you can contact me through my email. My email is here on Instagram. My Instagram handle is I Stanboz, and my YouTube is Stanboz One. My YouTube, I just have one video and few shots. Like uh, right now, like viral. Achana se viral hua na to like sare cheese plan nahi hua abhi. So like um, I'm planning to make vlogs, uh, make more videos, like Omegle videos. So like on you can find me on YouTube and Instagram. Nice, nice. So so Agu, it was uh, Stanley. Sorry, Stanley. I go and cut me. I think I prefer listening to Agu right now, nowadays. <laughs> okay, so so I'll call you whatever you prefer. So I'll call you Agu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Uh, yeah, I and wish you too, all Mr. the Kushel. best. Thank you, I thank wish you. you well. I hope you. I hope you become uh, a citizen of India one day. I hope this country embraces you. You, fi- <laughs> you find a career over here, and eventually one day you become a citizen of India. And I, I hope you bring your entire family to India, and you guys come over here. You live a good life over here, and uh, I wish you nothing but uh, good luck. Dekte, dekte. I hope so. Also, I hope so. I hope so. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate. All right, guys, we'll wrap today's discussion up. Again, in the description of the podcast, I have left the link of uh, Stanley's Instagram handle. So go yeah. follow him on Instagram. Uh, I'll, I'll finally convince him to come on Twitter also. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and be nice to him. Uh, racism sucks, guys. There is a reason why Abhijit Sham and I do that entire stick of Abhijit calling me Kala. Is that mm. we want to showcase how... racist indians are through our humor get that into your brain and uh, look at look at your gods in india hamare sare bhagwan kale hain hamare bhagwan gore nahi hain magar hum hum colonize ho gaye hain so learn yeah. to respect people irrespective of the color of their skin and if you like this podcast support it like this video leave a comment below in the comment section if you are an audio listener rate it on spotify or itunes or google podcasts or audible if you want to buy the merch go kushalmehra.com pay and buy the merchandise or become a member on youtube fanmo or wherever you are patreon i'll see you guys next time until then namaste take care bye namaste